Thank you so much for listening to Utah Public Radio. I'm the resident film critic, KCT Allen, and with me in studio is the illustrious Dr. David Wall, professor of film and visual studies in USU's Department of Art and Design. David, how much did you love that introduction? It was fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk about the latest Oscar nominations for 2024. David, of the 10 films nominated for Best Picture, how many have you watched? I have seen seven of them. So the ones that I have not seen are American Fiction, The Zone of Interest, and I'm embarrassed to say Killers of the Flower Moon. I'm shocked. I know. I have seen eight. I have not yet seen Past Lives or American Fiction. (gasps) I'm Um, at seven, though, like you. Actually, yeah, I haven't seen The Zone of Interest yet either. Because I think The Zone of Interest is not out publicly for a week or two i think i think you're right yeah because i haven't been able to find it anywhere so when i was looking over the amount of nominations for various films it seems like there are two intersecting themes going on this year one of course being external famous recorded history with movies like oppenheimer maestro about leonard bernstein and his famous life killers of the flower moon and the zone of interest about the holocaust and then that is intersecting with a different kind of history that's a lot more intimate and internal like past lives anatomy of a fall about the murder mystery and barbie were there any films that you were especially excited to see nominated yeah, I mean, if I can just sort of, you know, the the kind of trends in, in movies are always yes. interesting, aren't mm-hmm. they? In Hollywood, uh, often around the Oscar, you'll see these kind of different patterns emerging. The mm-hmm. biopic over the last year seems to have become a really big thing. So Huge. we've got Oppenheimer and we've got, I mean, even Barbie, but Maestro, mm-hmm. of course. Nyad, I guess, in mm-hmm. some ways. Napoleon is another biopic. Another big Rustin release. Rustin is another mm-hmm. one. And it is sort of odd that those things kind of come together or coalesce in a particular way. I, right. I was very excited to see Oppenheimer, and I, th- I thought it was a very good film, not without its flaws. I thought it was interesting cinematically, and it's it's a big story to tell. And Difficult. I think it's such an enormous story. That's where the flaws of the film came, really. You know, a lot of those characters all of whom are important. So Einstein mm-hmm. pops up, for instance, right? But they're little, they're cardboard cutouts, really, I think. And that was maybe the flaw of the film. And also, it's a, you know, it's called Oppenheimer, so we've got to think that it's the story of Oppenheimer's life. But of course, it isn't really. It's the story of the atomic bomb to some extent. So, But I, th- I, w- I was very excited to see that, and, and it sort of lived up to my expectations to, to a certain good. extent. We saw it together we did. in the summer last year mm-hmm. yeah, as part of Barbenheimer. Yeah, and even Barbie is kind of a biopic in some ways, isn't it? Right. You know, it's it's the, the biography of a fictional character, of course. but it's Or it's... the biography of like a very important part of American mm-hmm. consumerism mm-hmm. being encapsulated into one story. Yeah. Were you at all like up in arms? I don't imagine you getting up in arms about the nominees like Margot Robbie was not nominated for Best Actress and neither was the director Greta Gerwig because both of them have been nominated at all other preliminary award shows this year. They have, yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? You know, you, Hollywood tries to be as kind of conscious and mm-hmm. to use a, a, a woke as possible right. in, a very, in a very positive way, I think. But it reflects the broader society. Part of the problems with the kind of history of underrepresentation of women, say, in Hollywood is that if Greta Gerwig isn't nominated as Best Director, there's always going to be a question, well, why is that? Is there something to do with uh, gender inequity there? Or is the it just that people climate. didn't think that, that she was a good enough director right. to, be, to be nominated? So the question's always going to hang there. I wasn't particularly exercised about that. Neither was I. But also, that's another thing that Barbie has brought up is 
the Oscars often do tend to lean toward films that are, quote, more serious, Mm -hmm. heavy subject matter, dark, whereas a film like Barbie that's considered a bit more relaxed or has a lot more levity Mm -hmm. is maybe considered not as critically important. Yeah, and it's interesting, isn't it? Because that's to do with style, really. So Barbie Mm -hmm. stylistically is light and it's comic and it's accessible. But of course, it's talking about really profoundly important things about and universal issues to do with um, gender and sexuality and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. you know. So it's a very serious film. But stylistically, perhaps on the surface, it doesn't appear to be serious. And how fun is that, that the, uh, this uh, another unexpected intersection of themes with Barbie, talking about those themes you just said, and poor things mm-hmm. being nominated a lot, having a lot of those same themes as well, centered around a female figure. Yeah, again, poor things. And also, I would say Anatomy of a Fall is doing the same thing. That's yes. a very mm-hmm. interesting, um, you know, I'm, I'm always a little bit ambivalent about courtroom dramas in some ways and I think it's it's a good example of a film it's sort of two movies isn't it we've got our story of the events that happened and then the other part of the movie is the courtroom, the courtroom. drama mm-hmm. itself and I thought it was a very good film and it was beautifully shot it wasn't that interesting to me cinematically because it just seemed uh, like true. it's kind of a film story there's not but as I, much visual juice yeah, to work I mean with. some of it was beautiful and there were some really lovely shots but mm-hmm. you know you think about that in comparison to Poor Things Poor Things is right. cinema visually work, very it's, rich it's, mm-hmm. it's great in that in that way but yeah so Anatomy of a, a Fall I think one way to read that film would be it's really Really about the nature of toxic masculinity, Ooh. about this woman is being paraded in public and she's being demeaned, she's being not believed, her testimony is being questioned all the time, yeah. and all because she's in this relationship with this guy who is a failure and blames her for his failings. So that there's a kind of political conversation going on there in that film, which, you, again, you see in Barbie uh-huh. in exactly the same way. And, and you know, you see it in, um, in Past Lives a little bit. I mean, Past Lives, again, is a very interesting film. It's a, it's a different movie. It's a sort of profound meditation on, on love and, and loss and life. It's a, it's a really, really quiet, very good film. But it, again, it features this young woman who leaves Korea to go to America with her family because she wants to be a writer and she wants to be a success. And her past kind of follows her. This guy sort of follows her. There's a sense that if she gives in to him, the, the other part of her life won't, oh. won't be successful. So, yeah, I think that's, that's threading through. I mean, even Maestro, in a way, that's a really interesting film, isn't it? Surprisingly, yeah, not all about Leonard Bernstein, yeah. but it's mainly focused on his and wife. It, in, 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 and, it, and that kind of frame frames right. the movie, doesn't it, at the beginning, at the uh-huh. end. Is, is it a story about Bernstein or is it a story about, about his wife? Felicia, yeah. right. Which I have to say, weren't you a little surprised by that? Because I thought, I guess because I've watched too many biopics, I was expecting a bit more content in that film about Leonard Bernstein's professional accomplishments. And there wasn't that much about that in the film. It was mostly about his marriage. Yeah, and I thought that was kind of a flaw in the film. I'm, really? I, 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 okay. was, I was trying to figure out what is this film. Is If it is about that relationship, I think that needs to be developed much more. Okay. If it was a story of Bernstein's life, 
well, maybe that should have been laid out more clearly, I think. Okay. Uh, but Bradley Cooper and Kerry Mulligan were great, of course, because they always are. Again, the film did a great job. fantastic. I think it was interesting. Maestro did what Oppenheimer did. It switches periods, black and white, into colour. It does right? do that, yeah. And that was an interesting kind of directorial choice, I thought. The scene transitions, too, in that film were so much fun, weren't yeah. they? How they mm-hmm. moved from one time period to another or from one event to another. That made it a lot more visually sexy, right? Mm-hmm. Thank you, everyone, so much for tuning in to this wonderful interview. And thank you, David, for being here with me today. Thank you for having me.